Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within. With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nasreen Barbeck and Jessica Falcon. Welcome to the Radically Embody Love podcast. I'm here, Jessica Falcon, with my co-host, Nas Barbic, and we're excited to talk to you today about trust, soul trust, deep embodied trust, and what that even means, and how we trust in a world that tells us to do anything but trust ourselves. <laughs> and one of the things I'd love for us to start with is why it's so difficult for us to trust ourselves. And when I say trust ourselves, I specifically mean what lives inside of us, because some of us on a spiritual path, we're, we're more likely to trust our guides or what we hear or what's in an astrology reading or what we're told about ourselves. And it's still harder to trust the internal world, the soul, the heart, the body wisdom, because we're conditioned to trust what lives outside of us and other people while being conditioned to not trust ourselves. And this creates a disconnect from our power because we cannot be in our power and our own authority if we're looking to others instead of trusting ourselves. And I know with uh, really looking at ancient feminine and wisdom, one of the main ways that we have been cut off from trusting ourselves, particularly as women, though this is for men and women, but particularly for women, we've been told that if we trust ourselves, it is dangerous and we'll be punished. And we've seen this in women being killed over and over for magic, for being called a witch, which really just meant being a powerful woman. So many spiritual people throughout thousands of years have been killed that didn't agree with the prevailing authority. And that created a disconnect, I believe, energetically, a soul imprint that we continue to carry that creates a fear of trusting ourselves because it led to our death or it led to our punishment. And that's something that I know I've been working many years on healing so that I can also help others heal. And I'm curious if you've had your own experience, Nas, around trusting yourself and, and understanding what creates that disconnect for you. Absolutely. Self-trust has been a huge, huge part of my own journey and healing journey. And I really had to dig deeper to find the reason why I couldn't. I truly trust myself and I was doubting myself. And to me, it came down to also to self-integrity, what I was committed to myself and was not showing up truly for what I knew in my heart was my path and what I need to do. Worrying about other, their judgment, their point of view, more than trusting my own inner knowing and feeling. So 
for me, it was stepping into my own power, which is still I am in that journey more and more trusting my gut feeling, trusting my intuition, my inner knowing, and be able to communicate that even from place of vulnerability, from place of thinking at this moment, this is what I know to be true. I don't know 100%. I might never know. But my gut feeling tells me, my intuition tells me that. And trusting that and not doubting my own voice, my inner guidance. So it came down to, you know, these days, honestly, I feel like I'm a mystery. Because the more I get to know myself, the more I know I still don't truly know myself. Like I keep finding more and more things that surprises me about myself, which I think is the nature of the universe as well, that mystery. We are part of it, right? We are not separate from it. And it's a beautiful journey, but it's also in that path, I have learned that I need to let go and surrender. And we talked about letting go and surrender. And I think it has a you know, connection with how much we are willing to trust, right? And not only, and from that place of self-trust, I can let go and trust the universe, trust my path, and be okay with not even knowing sometimes, right? But I have that self-trust within me that I know that in each step of the way I am guided, trust by our inner guidance and the universe is guiding me you know we, you and I were talking about this before we got into this call that both of us send out that prayer I am ready just show me the next move tell me where you want me to go because like you I always felt like I was put into this path for a reason that it might not fully even be clear to me yet, the depth of that. But what I know is that I just have this feeling that I can't stop. It's just, I have to keep going deeper and deeper and trust. It, because truly it can get scary. I have had moments of fear, right? How deep can I go? And the unknown that comes, that mystery that I was talking about, right? Um, so self-trust definitely, Jessica, has been part of my journey and growth, and it's, it's been an interesting journey. I love hearing, it's like when we trust, right? The reason we don't trust is because we don't know, right? So like trust is really trusting not in the ultimate outcome. Trust is not trusting oh, I'm going to get this thing I want. Trust is not necessarily trusting in a certain, like it's going to happen this way. That all sounds wonderful. And I'm not saying don't trust in certain outcomes. Don't, don't give up hopes for those outcomes. But the deeper level of trust is even when things don't look like I want them to, even when I don't know, even when this thing I wanted doesn't happen or manifest, even when trust and that's that's true trust because it's easy to trust like 
oh, I want this thing and it arrives, so now I trust, right? It's a lot harder to keep trusting when things aren't arriving or when things aren't happening or things aren't, aren't what you quote want with your ego mind, because there's a huge difference between what we want in our mind and what our soul wants for us. Because our soul, my experience of soul, is that it has a much different path than my ego mind because my soul is not concerned with how it looks to other people or what the rest of the world is doing or what I think is going to make me safe. My soul is not really concerned with any of that. My soul is concerned with, I believe ultimately, ascension is returning soul to source, to the divine in complete alignment, but also what it wants to experience in this lifetime, it, it has a certain path it wants and has chosen before I even arrived here, but it's up to me to keep surrendering into and trusting. And it's not knowing each step. I don't know that I've ever known each step really, particularly since I've started the spiritual path in 2008. I've not really known what it would look like. And over and over and over again, I also see my mind wanting to like attach, like hold control, grasp onto something for a sense of security or sense of safety. And my Chiron is in Taurus, which is all about like, like the safety. So I'm aware that that's also just part of what my soul came here to heal. And, but I, I feel this, I can sense it in my body of this desire to control the external so I feel safe because I don't trust that I am always safe with my soul. I am always safe in who and what I am. And as long as I am in alignment with my soul, that's my safety, that's my security, it's within me. And that took me years to really get to, and I still am unraveling these deeper ways in which my body and energy system wants a sense of security outside of me. And even though I have given up that security over and over and over again to honor my soul, I feel like in a way I'm being asked to do it again to clear it even deeper levels of not trusting the universe, not trusting my soul knows what I mean. My soul knows it will guide me whatever it looks like on the outside to exactly what my soul desires to experience my my guides know what i need i am held and supported by something much bigger than me that i can trust as long as i'm trusting myself and the inner guidance i receive yeah building inner security is part of building inner trust and uh, as you were saying that comes from within us and trusting our own path and the unknown the trust in the process i 100 percent agree or i believe that we are here for a reason we we are so like we have a contract and we need to step into that. And we would we would know, I always tell myself, I will really know when I am fully aligned and alive and what I do, I love to do. 
it's part of my path that I'm going into the right direction. But then uh, the deeper that I go, I'm like, okay, now I need to move on to the next level. Now I need to move on to this. But just trusting that process is really important. Um, I found myself these days, Jessica, that I don't wish for things anymore because I'm not sure if I know what I what I'm wishing for is in my path is what I need to be doing. Like in a way, as I'm building trust, I also let go of making goals, set goals and make wishes that this is what I want my future to look like. But I'm not sure if I truly know what that is yet. And just leaning back and trusting to whatever I'm experiencing. And you said that it doesn't necessarily mean that my path is easy or things are happening the way I want it. It might be a lot of challenges coming my way, but I have that trust that there is something for me to learn in this path. The challenges are opportunity for me to move to that higher place that I'm seeking. And eventually, the union that I think is part of our, what we seek truly, what we want truly, is feeling that unity with our divine self. And for that to happen, I need to let go, surrender, and trust. Trust that everything happens for my own good even though I might not at this moment know the reason behind it and it looks like suffering, but I have learned to ask myself when things come that I feel like I'm resisting it, to allow myself to let go of that resistance and say, what is it that I can't see, that I need to see in this situation to learn and grow so I can move past it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because if we're looking at everything as an opportunity to come closer to our own truth, then everything is always happening for us. and Nothing is ever happening against us. And for me, my personal experience has been that as I've as I've trusted what I feel and know to be true inside for me, for my soul, even when it doesn't make sense to anyone else, even when no one else can see it, right? I think we talked about this last week in the Surrender podcast, episode 15, I think it was around trusting the invisible, being a huge part of that. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that today. You guys can always go back and listen to that episode. But that really requires trusting the invisible feeling knowing, sensation, inner voice, which is why I'm so passionate about connecting people to their inner truth, to their soul truth, because I truly believe it is the only way to move through life in a very empowered way, which you're not taking the outside world in and making it yours. You're living from the inside out. You're truly sovereign. When you have that deep trust and union with self and soul, regardless of external circumstance, because your power is not found outside in the thing happening or in a manifestation or in a partner. 
the power is found within, in this soul's connection to the divine, back to source. And, and so I think that's why these things happen, at least my experience has been, when things don't work the way I quote want them to in my head, right, what my mind thinks it should look like, or when things happen that could create pain or suffering, it's always been an opportunity for my soul to go, where have I, like, where can I connect more and more deeply to my own divinity? Where can I connect more deeply to who and what I truly am and trust it and live from this place and not seek that external security or external validation or external love, but truly source from within? Because it's the only way to really experience freedom. The soul is seeking freedom. It's here to experience what it needs to come closer to the divine within, I believe. And when we're really far away from that, when we're separated from that, we suffer. But that also creates that separation in consciousness that creates the violence and, and the destruction we see. And so the more each one of us who is conscious can align continuously to love to our own divinity, to our soul's truth, that is the healing this planet needs. That is the shift in consciousness that we create for ourselves. That isn't that enough? Like, isn't that what it's really all about? Like, my soul doesn't care how big of a house I have or what kind of car I drive. My soul can give a shit, quite frankly. What my soul cares about is am I in union with myself? Am I living my soul's truth? Am I fully present? Am I embodied? Am I aware? Am I opening to each moment? Am I receiving the abundance of the earth? Am I connected? That's what really matters. Yeah, and I don't think we can really trust ourselves if we don't know what we need and what we want. And if we are not embodied, how would we know? We can't. Right? And then we will not be able to create that inner security if we are, again, not embodying. Like we haven't made this place our home, mm -hmm. that we feel safe within it and we can trust it. And, you know, I was thinking about that saying that a bird, when they fly, when she flies and sits on a tiny branch, is not fearing that branch going to break because she trusts that she can fly away, right? Mm -hmm. That safety that we build from within us allow us not to build defense and close our hearts because we feel like we need to protect ourselves because we don't feel safe within. I think when we do feel safe within, we don't have a need to constantly worry about safety outside or seek safety from outside, from a partner to make us feel safe. And from in, uh, in external safety, illusion of safety, we don't create, seek that. And, as we think, so without. So we need to, again, refocus and bring it all back within and create that environment within ourselves that we can feel at home. 
you know, and that's again been part of my journey and the embodiment and feeling safe at home and realizing that I wasn't feeling truly safe in my body. And uh, I was constantly without knowing living outside of my body. So just to reconnect with my own being to the point that I'm finally feeling like, you know what, more and more I feel at home and I feel safe within. And I, I think that's when my trust is these days coming. That's why I don't feel like I have a wish to put out there. Like I trust everything will happen for my highest good. I might not know it at this moment, but I have been proven over and over again that everything ends up eventually when I surrender and trust the process in, in the highest, best place for me to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what one of the things you talked about was the bird. That's so funny because I think it was just a couple of days ago I heard a similar phrase of like when the, the little baby bird comes out of its egg and flies for the first time, it has to trust that it's not going to fall. It has to trust that it's going to fly and, and fly. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe what's going to the bird's mind is like, can I do this? Right? Can I do mm-hmm. this? But it does it anyway. Yeah, it does it anyway. And I think that that's what trust comes down to is it's not like you said earlier, I have it all figured out. And I know it's going to happen. That might create a sense of safety for the mind. But that's not actually trust. And trust is, I'm going to believe I can, I'm going to believe I can trust the wisdom of my soul, the wisdom of what I feel and know to be true, because you're connected to your soul. You're connected to your body. You're connected to your inner world. You're connected to your heart. And I want to say something on that in a minute. So don't let me forget. But I, it's that I'm going to trust that I am worthy of living in alignment with me and my soul and my truth, even if it means temporary hardship. I was talking with someone yesterday around a situation they're in with their wanting to potentially leave a marriage and the resistance was, but I love my home and I love my, I love my life as it is. And I remember experiencing that myself when I was leaving my marriage in 2016. I, I remember feeling like, but I love my life other than him. (laughs) I love the house. I, I love living in, in this particular area of Southern France and, I love walking by these sunflower fields and I love right going to this market and I don't want to change that. I don't want to stop that. Like my mind didn't want to let go of those things that I loved, but my soul was begging me to be in alignment with me. And in order to leave it meant I have to believe I'm worthy and I'm willing to believe I'm worthy and that my soul is more important than anything else. And I have continuously made that choice. And I think it is that choice we have to make. What is more important to us? And this is where the soul healing comes in from past lives. Because if we are in the habit of lifetimes of separating from the soul and divine truth out of fear or seeking something physically or externally, We have another opportunity to say, well, I choose what is eternal. I choose soul. 
I choose this everlasting freedom by trusting that I am that. I am that divine. I am that powerful. I am that. And I'm willing to live my life knowing I am that and not cling to what really just keeps me away from that. Even if it means temporary hardship, even if it means letting go of what your mind loves. And when I left and walked out the door that day in January 2016, I literally had no idea where I was going. I, I literally walked out the door not having a place to stay other than one night with hardly any money. And magic arrived and miracles arrived. And even though it was a struggle for a long time to get back on my feet from nothing, from literally scratch, I would not change a single thing. I would do it again in a heartbeat because I freed myself and soul from lifetimes of oppression in that choice. And that's what it really comes down to. You know, as you were saying, I am, I am that. And I thought about what you said about the baby bird because it reminds me of my uh, kids when they were infants. They had that trust. Mm. They had that fearlessness that they could get up and fall down hundreds of times before they learned how to walk, but they didn't seem to care. They got up anyway, again and again. And so I think we innately have everything that we're seeking. We just forgot. And we are building against, against love. That is always the key, right? That comes with that loving ourselves and trusting ourselves and trusting who we truly are, even though we have to keep remind, at least I feel like I have to keep reminding myself of that. And seeing that beyond the illusion of what we have created and what who we think we are and trusting our I am and you know move from that place that is all our power is within that and sit in that place of knowing and trusting ourselves and our path and even if we have to take baby steps, right? Just moving forward doesn't matter how slow we're moving. I think eventually we'll get there. <laughs> even if we have to take baby steps. I yeah. love that. I I literally wrote that down a couple of days ago. Like, eat the baby steps. Just do something mm -hmm. small that shows your soul you're listening. Do something small that that is heading you in that direction. Because... A big change can be overwhelming. I'm a Scorpio. I, my, my imprint is like transform, transform, transform. I've had massive big changes. But that's something that my soul chose. Not all of us are wired for big transformation all the time. So do what feels what your soul is asking and, and do it in a way that creates that nervous system safety, that body safety, this nourishing to yourself that is honoring what you hear, even if you're scared to make the big one right away. Before I left my career as an attorney and went to Europe on the spiritual pilgrimage, 
I was so scared. I've talked about this before. I was so scared of, of trusting that call because it made no sense. And to my, to my rational mind, it made complete sense to my soul, but it made no sense to my rational mind or what the world tells us. And I would just make small changes. I would order something different. Instead of my latte, I'd get an Americana or I'd, I would walk a different way or I would cook something brand new. Just, I would make these really small changes because our, 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 I believe our soul has the capacity to heal our nervous system very quickly. Um, and, but what that happens is the nervous system and the mind wants it right, the cling onto what it knows for a sense of safety. And, and that's one of the things the nervous system can do when it's, it's not attuned to soul. And so it's really easy to not want that discomfort of that change because, well, it's unfamiliar. I don't know, am I gonna like this other drink as much as I like the other one? And we wanna go to what we know we're going to like because it creates a sense of safety. And that safety can also be what keeps us small and imprisoned and afraid because we're giving that power over the soul. And so small ways you can start to make these little steps, as you said, to doing something uncomfortable, to doing something different, to going somewhere you've never been, even if it's 20 minutes away, to ordering something you've never ordered, to going to the farmer's market and getting a vegetable you don't even know what it is and trying to figure out how to cook it. Whatever it is, something small to start challenging the nervous system, to start, oh, I might feel challenged in my body, but then how can I respond to this? How can I attune to my greater truth? How can I actually create this embodiment of safety, even for the small thing, so that the bigger change is also embodied and safe for the nervous system and the soul. And to be aware and in tune that we, we notice these things, right? I was like, oh, there's something uncomfortable within arising. What is this? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because for me, at least, it was that was something that I realized I would notice that energetically I am not settled. Like I could literally feel like things are jumping in and out, you know? It's like, but I would not take the time to sit with this because mm -hmm. it was uncomfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it wasn't until I learned to sit and let it be uncomfortable and just feel my feeling that I could respond to it mm -hmm. and not deny it its existence, basically. Right. So allow it to be, to just really show up. And, you know, that, that's, been a very healing journey for me to get in tune with that feeling because then I would even know what I truly want and need from there and that was something that I I don't think I before my journey I was even in my awareness that I need to do just to sit with it and see what it needs to tell me the wisdom of it yeah, give the space for the truth to arise mm -hmm. because it doesn't come from the mind. Mm -hmm. 
It comes from the body. It comes from the heart. It comes from the soul. And the body is a communication device for the soul. Mm. And so if we're not spending the time and tuning in and connecting, then we never hear and we never know. And we're never, we're never actually living that union, that mm -hmm. freedom, that sovereignty, that power. We're never living it if yeah. we're living from the head down. Mm. Yeah. And it's interesting, um, you know, you had us do a embodiment practice about anger recently. And I know until that moment, like, I didn't want to deal with anger. I, not that I felt like I have a lot of anger that shows up, I don't want to deal. But I just was uncomfortable even with that, having a conversation about anger. And I remember as you were explaining the concept of why it's so empowering to let anger show us, right? I felt so tired. I felt like I, I want to go to sleep. I just want to leave. And yet again, that resistance to it showed up for me. And it was very unexpected because when you took us through that embodiment practice, what showed up for me was what I felt being in my mom's tummy as a <laughs> pre-born child feeling the anger my mom had at that moment. And it was just amazing how it showed up and I was able to release that. And this is what we, at least I have been surprised. We never know how much of the energy that we hold within is actually truly belong to us or as the infant, as a child, they have taken over those. And being able to allow myself that space and even seeing the resistance, I said, okay, I'm just gonna allow it, sit with it, see what shows up, give me access to that power and knowledge and I was able to really free it. I felt it, that I felt lighter. I felt, oh, that was good. But I breathed into it when I let it release, which, mm -hmm. you know, it was a lot of release. And that's the power of the doing the work. And, and you know, I have to say, we all need guidance. Doesn't matter, you know. We need guidance. We need someone to walk us through our path we all walk in each other you know in our path but we definitely need that because i was i knew that just the concept of anger always resisted but i didn't know until you took us through that process that the importance of, of okay let me sit with it let me see what is showing now why is that i that i'm so resistant to it and what it showed up was a healing process. Because mm -hmm. the body is so wise. Mm -hmm. And yet we have been so turned away from its wisdom. And it, it has become this scary thing or this thing we're told to dominate or control instead of trust, right? We're told not to trust the body. The body has been deemed sinful, corrupt, animalistic, because we separated the body from the divine. We separated, we in our consciousness, 
created a shift over 5,000 years ago between body and soul. And part of the ascension process, part of coming back into our power and sovereignty is let me reunite body and soul. And in order to do that, we have to release these energetic imprints that can overlay or keep out or keep us from accessing the truer parts of the soul because there are these external energies we've ingested or taken in that are not ours. And so really it's more like, like as you described, like freeing ourselves, releasing ourselves from these other energies we've absorbed so that our true light can shine more freely and fully so that we are more of our true authentic self and often we don't even know. I mean, I didn't know 10 years ago how much I was carrying that was ancestral, that was karmic, that was my lineage trauma. You know, it's, it's, it's um, you know, this path is ultimately for everyone, though I would say not for everyone currently on this planet is, is conscious of this path or desires this path. But this is a path of soul liberation. It's a path of ascension through the body. That is the reclamation of the divine feminine. That is my that is my passion. That is my purpose. And I, I truly believe it is only by going into the body that we can free the soul of lifetimes of oppression and come back to source. Yeah, and the timing might not be right for us, but as you said, it is part of our path. If in this lifetime or next lifetime, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> We need to, <laughs> and that's our soul journey, and uh, sooner the better. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I I um actually this month decided to make the womb activation fifty percent off because I'm looking at the world and I'm going, there's a lot of change, and the change isn't going to stop, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of ways that we could easily let the mind take us into fear and what's going to happen in our security. And I, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be woken up over the next mm -hmm. several years. Um, and we have a choice of either going into fear and letting right that external reality dictate our inner state, mm -hmm. or I believe the way out of that fear is to connect with your soul. I just, my own personal experience, this is why I believe it so strongly, the only way to get through challenge, the only way to get through hardship, the only way to end suffering, the only way to live a life of freedom is through the soul. Through the soul, discovering the soul's truth, following the soul's truth, living the soul's truth, trusting the soul's truth. And I I was like, all right, well, what, what can I do <laughs> to help? One of the things is the womb activation at 50% off. So it's only $111 to start you on that process, 22 days of connecting with your inner truth, connecting to your soul's voice, connecting to your womb, to your heart, reuniting them. Because I just don't see any other way out of this mess until we, we individually, individually come into our soul's truth whether it's this way or another way, access your soul's truth, come into your body, connect with your heart. You can't radically embody love. You can't ascend and you can't embody your divinity if you're not connected to your soul and your truth, which comes from inside of you. It's just, 
I just don't believe it's possible to do that. And so I highly encourage you all to find a way to, you know, even if it's just a few minutes a day of connecting with your heart and your belly, your womb space. And when I say womb, I mean energetic womb. It's, we don't all have a physical womb. It's an energetic womb that is ancient feminine wisdom. It holds so much. It's a portal. It's a portal to so much. And yeah, so that's on offer for those of you that want a way, that want that support all month of June. It's on, it's on discount, 50% off to start connecting to your soul. And, and also, as you were saying, just, you know, really taking the time to listen and be present with and notice and acknowledging in those daily moments when things come up instead of turning away or pushing them down, like, let me look at this. That's a great offer, Jessica. And I hope that everybody take advantage of that. We will put the link down below the show and in our podcast uh, notes. And a hundred percent agree. We create suffering because we have created separation. Mm-hmm. And uh, until we actually reunite with our soul, with our divine self, we not only cause ourselves harm because every else's you know that's why we have so much conflict in relationship in our families and from nation to nation it's all eventually going to come down are we willing to do our own work to stop hurting ourselves and hurting each other Mm -hmm. and like you i don't believe there's any other way but that All right, listeners, it's up to you now (laughs) to do your inner work, to find the tools, the support, whether it be that womb activation, whether it be meditation, whether it be a coach, whether it be a guide, whether it be, you know, NAS and I both offer that spiritual, soulful, embodied type coaching and, and guiding you to your deeper truth. If it's us, if it's someone else, find a guide, find a way to support yourself because We are in challenging times, and the reason it's challenging is because we have an opportunity to heal the split, to heal the separation, and it starts by coming in the union with yourself. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Mass. So fun as always. I feel like this topic we could keep going on and on about, but we'll we'll continue the conversation, and maybe we'll do a whole podcast on union and a little bit more about that in the future. Sounds good. Thank you to all of our listeners. We so appreciate you. Let us know, leave a review, any comments, if you have questions or topics you'd like us to discuss in the future. We're always happy to hear from you. Thanks for being here. Bye for now.